friends, welcome back to our Golden Twenties podcast. You know the drill at this point. My name is Sadie, and I'm joined by my co-host Tegan. Hey. On the other mic. And <laughs> feeling silly tonight. So we'll see how this episode goes. But I think it'll be a really fun episode because we're just gonna take some time to check in. Believe it or not, we're a quarter of the way through the year, and we're in a new season aka spring is springing. So we thought it would just be a great time to check in on our yearly goals, talk about our routine, any changes or dare I say upgrades that we're making heading into the spring season. Maybe not upgrades, but just changes that we want for the season. We're just going to chat it out. Have a good, I don't know, life chat. So grab your wine, grab your coffee, taking this podcast episode back to its roots of just a bunch of friends sitting around chatting about life. But before we get into that, as always, we have something to kick things off. And today we're going to talk about what we're currently reading. So Teg, do you want to tell us what's the 411? What have you been reading lately? Yeah, absolutely. I just finished a book today, so this is perfect timing. Amazing. But I just finished the book, The Writing Retreat by Julia Bartz. And I got this not that long ago on the weekend. I purchased it on Saturday. We're recording this on a Wednesday and I was just flying through it. So clearly I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't bought myself a new book in what feels like a really long time because Sadie and I get sent books from Penguin, but then I was Mm -hmm. in Indigo and I was seeing all these books that I really wanted. And I was like, you know what, girl, you deserve it. So I bought two books. I already read one. So I don't know if that's a worthy investment if I read it in like two days, but I did enjoy it. So yeah. That's good. I think that's why... I stopped buying books was knowing there's a chance I won't like it and then it'll just sit on my shelf forever, you know? But it's like if you read it and you loved it, I feel like it's a good investment. Yeah. Even if you don't reread it again, it's like at least you have it to like loan out to somebody because it's a good Mm -hmm. like wreck or something like that, you know? Yeah. And I definitely think it's a book that I'll keep. Like there are some books that I own that when I finished them, I was like, yeah, that was okay. But I feel happy mm-hmm. donating it and that's, you know, someone else will read it yeah. and enjoy it. But I think I'll keep this one. So that's good. And I have like an Indigo membership. So I get some, I don't know, like 15% off books or Ten. something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it ended up like I got two new books and it was $30 total. So it's not like an insane investment or something, but. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. And then I wanted to shout out some notable reads that I've finished somewhat recently, just because I feel like we haven't talked about books in a while. So I Mm. also just finished the book Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson that I really liked. And we were sent that from Penguin. And I gave it like a little shout out on our TikTok. When I was on vacation, I read Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle Monaghan. And I didn't love it at the time I did read it in one day so I clearly liked it somewhat (laughs) but yeah you are so speedy these days yeah it's I don't know well that I was on vacation so I was like I'm doing nothing today but reading a book I brought a book with me that I didn't love and then I 
like went to the Toronto Library app when I was in Mexico and was just like search most popular rom-coms that are available now. And this was the top one. So I was like, okay, great. I'll mm. read it. And it was like cheesy, which is why I didn't really like it. But it was like a perfect gotcha. vacation read. So yeah. And I also read My Body by Emily Ratajkowski, which I've really, really loved. But it was like a short book. So I also read it in like one day. So all good books recently, which is nice. Yeah. I love that. You go, girl. I'm here for your reading journey. I'm <laughs> really bad for not opening my Goodreads unless I have finished a book. Yeah. So typically I'll like finish a book, mark it as read, and then mark my next book as like uh, currently reading. Right. But when I – I just recently finished a book as well, which I'll talk about in a second. When I opened it, it was like, take and finish this book. Like my whole home feed was just <laughs> books you had read recently. And yeah. I was just like, wow, okay. And then, yeah, I made – just perfect sense for you to share this with the podcast. I love it. I'm excited for the My Body one. I definitely want to borrow it. And actually, no, I'm more excited for Pineapple Street because yeah. I think, first of all, that one just came out beginning of March. Um, so it's like, I don't know, it feels like new and trendy, you know? Yeah. But also, I think it just sounds like everything I'm obsessed with, like, like the extremely wealthy socialite culture yeah. of New York City specifically, sign me up. Like, I love that. So I'm excited. I'll also have to borrow that one. Yes. <laughs> Take yeah. into my own little personal library, actually. <laughs> yeah, I should <laughs> we say. We need to get you a book stamp. I know. I always see those like and the, I'm like, how cute. Yeah. But yeah, if there's yeah. anyone I know IRL who's listening, if I ever talk about a book you want, hit me up because I am more than happy to loan books to people I love like a well-loved yeah. book like a paperback that's just like beat up mm -hmm. because so many people have read it such a vibe yeah I love that awesome well I only have one book to report on because unlike Tegan it takes me minimum two weeks to read a book <laughs> <laughs> so well I guess maybe there's two-ish books but the one book that I just finished was what Tegan actually gave me for Christmas, and it's called Groupies by Sarah Priscus, I want to say is her last name, but it was really great. I think I gave it four out of five stars, nice. and it started off as a five star, but then just as it went on, I was like, no. Yeah, the ending's a little wonky, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like it was a coming-of-age story, but I feel like she never actually came to age. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. The main character, I was just like, okay, girl, I was hoping you learned a little bit more lessons along the way. Yes. However, still a really great read, and it's by a Canadian author, which we love. But I think Tegan and I actually got to – we've talked about Penguin already in this episode because, of course – uh, publishing house would make an appearance in <laughs> this episode, but Tegan and I got to go to a Daisy Jones event. And if you also have been watching Daisy Jones on Prime or you read the book, I feel like you might actually be into groupies as well because it's all about obviously groupies. So like following a band in the 1970s in LA, like that kind of vibe. So or sorry, I was going to say May, but it was March that just happened. Um, <laughs> March was like my month of channeling my internal 
groupy, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. So yeah, definitely recommend you check it out, especially if the whole rock band vibe or rock band thing is your vibe. The other book I was going to call out was actually our March book club book. And that was Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister. So also wanted to give that a shout out. That was the other book I read in March. And writing reading two books in March was one of my monthly goals. So I'm feeling nice. very accomplished that I did that. It was literally like two weeks each book. So paced myself well. But Wrong Place, Wrong Time was a good one. If you want to check out our book club for April, join our Patreon because we have a new title coming, but only Patreon members can participate in that. And then we're also have like a comment section on the book club post and everything. So you can share your thoughts on the book and just kind of join in on the conversation. So check out our Patreon to join the book club. Love it. Yeah. So there we go. That's what we've been, that's what we've been reading. And I'm just about to go on vacation as well. So I'm so excited to be the vibes you were just talking about, like just laying by the pool, laying by the beach or on the beach. Sorry, I'm saying things in like the most awkward ways today. (laughs) It's that silly mood taking over, but laying on the beach, just reading all day, every day, going through like one book a day. That is the energy I want. So we'll see, see how it goes. I'm bringing like two or three books with me just in case I do breeze through, but knowing myself, I'll probably only get through one or maybe one and a half in the week that I'm there. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. Maybe as a backup, bring like, I don't like get the Toronto app on your phone or something because I ran out of books and so did my husband and like we were in Mexico. And so we could have bought like books probably if we had wandered into the town or something but then I was like thank god for the Toronto library app coming in clutch Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I never read books on my phone but it could be a good backup yeah and the other thing actually I just saw which is kind of old news at this point but Spotify is starting to do audiobooks and I haven't ever listened to an audiobook so I'm like hmm the fact it's on Spotify which we've talked about my love for Spotify pretty much in every what's the 411 segment we've had to date but I'm like the fact it's through Spotify just makes it so easy and I might actually check it out so that could be an option as well true I'm imagining like tanning because I like got way more tan on my one side that was always like facing the sun when I was in Mexico because mm-hmm. I couldn't like roll over because I was trying to read a book. But if you're listening right. to a book, although I guess you don't really tan. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say, it's like, yes, but I'll be in the shades. So. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for a little bit of sun, but I'm already yeah. like apologizing in advance to my friends. I'm like, I'm going so white and then I'm going to put on a bikini and people are going to be like, oh my the sun it's just like radiating off your white ass skin (laughs) but we'll see I'm excited in any case nice okay well I guess we can dive in to the main part of the episode talking about how our 2023 is going and how our goals are coming along and that sort of thing so how has it been so far for you Sadie Yeah, I am actually very excited for this episode because I feel like I have only good things to report on and I hope 
it inspires you guys and gets you hyped for spring because I myself am feeling so excited heading into the new season. So yeah, my 2023 has been going really well so far. And I say that like kind of generically speaking, I think a lot of my yearly goals were just keeping up routines and habits that I had established through 2022. So it wasn't like anything really big that I was trying to work on or change going into 2023 or throughout 2023. But those little things are definitely still bringing me joy and I'll talk about them a little bit more. There's some things that have fallen off a little bit that I want to try to get back into, especially heading into the spring and summer months. But just generally speaking, I'm feeling really happy and really grateful because I feel like I've just had so much going on and it's all extremely positive things where I'm just like, I literally feel, I know this is so cliche, but it's like, I feel like the luckiest girl in the world getting to live this life. And I know that like taps into lucky girl syndrome because I really feel like because I keep thinking that and like showing my gratitude, just more good things keep happening and crazy things that I never would have thought would happen. And I think the perfect example of this is... Tegan and I both got the chance to go to a Raptors game earlier this year or earlier this month or in March. And this is just like the class, like a classic example of lucky girl syndrome. So Teg, I'm just going to share this with our listeners sure, and then we can get into what we're actually supposed to be talking about here. But (laughs) I think this is just like to sum up my year so far. So First of all, I already got to go to a Raptors game in January, which Tegan got me tickets for my birthday. So I was like, this is the best. I'm having the best time. Anyways, flash forward to March, Tegan, we were actually recording a podcast episode and she was like, oh, by the way, I got box seats to a Raptors game through work. And she's like, I'll see if I can like weasel you in. And I was like, wow, that'd be amazing. But it didn't end up working because obviously I don't work with Tegan. So just didn't make sense, but I was, we were hoping, you know what I mean? So anyways, I was like, I love this for you, even though I am jealous. You guys, literally the next day I log into work and somebody I work with at work, not, it's like a company I advertise with. They send me an email and they're like, Hey Sadie, just wondering if you're free Thursday night, we have box seats to the Raptors game. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, it was just one of those things where it was like, did I manifest this? Did Tegan help me manifest this? Like, I'm just feeling like the luckiest girl because this is not something I wanted this year. Like, of course, it was like an amazing opportunity and whatever. And I was really glad it came up, but it wasn't like something I had on the vision board. It wasn't something I had journaled about or like intentionally manifested. It was literally just through talking about it with Tegan that we both got that opportunity, even though it was both through our own separate jobs. It was just the most bizarre thing. But ever since kind of like, I don't know, I think that's just going to say like, I have one good thing happen. I'm like, oh my gosh, take time to acknowledge how great it is, how lucky I am, show I'm grateful. And then another good thing happens. And after I've had a few really fun and social weekends and I feel like I just come home, maybe I'm losing people on this whole lucky girl syndrome and whatever, but I'll come home and I'll literally be lying in bed and I'm like, I can just feel like good vibes radiating off of me. Like I can feel Mm -hmm. myself glowing because I'm just so happy. So Anyways, that's kind of how 
my life has been looking in 2023 and it feels good. I think the biggest focus for me this year so far has really been on my social life, which is kind of funny because all of my goals for the year were really focused on just my routines, my habits, staying on top of things for my mental health because through 2021 and 2022, I was not doing so great. Like I was the opposite of how I'm feeling right now. So I did also want to mention that if you're listening to this and you're like, this bitch, like good (laughs) for you. However, I'm not there, like whatever. I think it's just so important to remember. And if I could go back and tell 2021 Sadie something, I would tell her, remember everything's temporary. And like, remember there's ups and downs in life because I literally was going through it the past two years and I feel like that's why this year feels so special because things are finally going well and I'm in a much better headspace. So just a reminder on that. However, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place, but I do think because my social life's been so busy, I've been falling off some of those healthy habits and routines that were my goals just because it's really hard to do it all and to do it all well. So if I'm going out after work, then I'm probably sacrificing a workout that night or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So we'll get into that a little bit more, but that's kind of it. That's kind of my year in a nutshell. I think, sorry, to wrap it up, a lot of the things I've been doing in my social life are also things I've done for the first time. So like the whole Raptors box experience, that was the first time I'd ever had box seats at a game before, which was really great. I went speed dating for the first time, which if you're an OG listener of the podcast, you probably heard me talk about that. I think in the second episode we ever did, Oh my it was a goal of mine to go speed dating. And I finally did that. I did my first juice cleanse. I went pole dancing for a bachelorette, but first time ever pole dancing really channeled my inner JLo from Hustlers. Like I don't know. It's just been a lot of fun things and new things. So I'm feeling optimistic and I'm done ranting about that now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for, yeah, putting up with me through that. (laughs) I love it. No, I'm glad that your year is going so well. I appreciate the lucky girl hype too, because I feel like I don't know, like there was one year where I won like four Instagram contests and then everyone was like, oh my God, what, like how did that? And it's like, because I applied and I assumed that everyone else thought there wasn't a chance of them winning. So they didn't apply. Mm -hmm. And yes. So it's like people count themselves out before they even get the chance to try. I don't know. So yeah. As cheesy as it is, it works. Your own life. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You could even apply that to speed dating, for instance. Like, yes, there's a chance you go and nothing happens. You don't win, say, in the context of like the contest, whatever. Like you go and nothing comes out of it. But if you don't go at all, then you're not even giving it a chance. So like, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel like that's a good reminder. If you're feeling stuck, especially do something new, switch it up try something out and maybe it's just what you need to turn things around. Yeah, definitely. As far as my years kind of 
been going. I feel like March was just like a write-off month. I don't know. Like it flew by and I've just been dealing with so much like health stuff that mm. it's like I've just been trying to focus on surviving <laughs> and yeah. things like obviously I've been reading a lot because I've been stuck in bed and things at work have gone well. I got a raise and a bonus and like my relationship with my husband is great. So it's like the fundamentals are good, but then it's yeah. all the other stuff. Like I've been neglecting workouts because I've been dealing with health stuff and I guess like I'll get more into this when I talk about our goals for spring, but I think it's all related to me like trying to work too hard and mm. not focusing on like the rest and focusing on the positive things that are happening and only prioritizing like work and jam packing my schedule, which just is not, I don't know, a good vibe and definitely not like a spring vibe. So I'm hoping with the new season, those things will change, but yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's okay too. You know what I mean? Like I was saying, like things are so up and down all the time. And yeah. I feel like when things started going well for me, the first thing I thought of was like, okay, but this isn't like enjoy it while you're feeling this way because there will come a time yeah. when you're, you know, when the f kind of flame burns out and then you're in that low point again or whatever. But it's like, I feel we just got to kind of accept where we're at. If it's the highs that we're feeling, it's like ride the high. If it's the lows, be like, okay, I guess this is just what my body needs right now. I guess this is my body telling me I need to rest and I need to reprioritize or take time to reflect and understand why I'm feeling this way or whatever it is. And then, I don't know, just kind of like ride that wave as well, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's stuff like I didn't have a single therapy session in March because I was so busy. And it's like, hmm, mm -hmm. do we think that has a correlation between how I'm feeling? Uh, probably. So, yeah. there's, and it's like, I didn't work out. And, you know, like, there's all these things that yeah. are the obvious, I think, links. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this, too. And I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast at just dinner and drinks or if I was talking about this with another friend even. But I recently had this conversation about how when things are going well, it's easier to keep them going. So for me, it's like, if I'm feeling lucky girl syndrome, it's easy to keep that going and to keep seeing the lucky things happening to me. But yes. the reverse happens as well, where if you're not feeling super great, then it's easy to only see yeah. the things that contribute to that kind of like low vibe. So it is, it is tough to break. And it's, really frustrating when you're like okay but if I look for the good things they'll be there but mm -hmm. why can't I see them you know so it's like something I really tried to work through is having compassion no matter what phase you're in right now and again just really embracing whatever point you're at and then knowing everything's temporary things will get better 
ups and downs are inevitable. And we're all just trying to do our best at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. I even find that making things like simpler is a good solution. Like I feel like, like you were just saying, it's yes. easy to be sitting in bed and being like, oh my God, I haven't had a workout. I'm doing a 14 day Pilates challenge or something. And it's like, okay, well, we don't have to go like from one extreme to the next. You could just be like, I need to go on a walk today and that's going to yes. be enough. Or I don't know, like I'm going to do a load of laundry today and that's going to be enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like a slippery slope of seeing all the problems and then trying to like fix it all at once and then aggravating the problem. But Yeah. Totally. I just had an appointment with my therapist last week and something I've actually been really struggling with is since I've been so busy, I've been sacrificing my workouts Uh and I was working out with a trainer last year, like three times a week. And it made me feel so good and really helped my mental health and like really helped me get out of this really like negative headspace that I was in, especially when it came to body image and confidence and just some of these like basic things that I feel I became really like unattached to or like really lost sight of. So working out was really great. And that's one of the healthy habits that I wanted to continue into this year because I'm like, exactly like you're saying, Tag, when I work out, I feel better and my mental health is better, whatever. However, since my social life's been so busy, that's the first thing to go. Like probably through the month of March, I went to the yoga studio once. I went for a few walks, more than I did in January and February, but I wasn't trying out the new gym that I've been wanting to go to. It wasn't Uh anything crazy. And I've been feeling really guilty about that and like really beating myself up because as much as I'm over here saying, my life's so great right now, I'm feeling like this is pure magic. Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. There's also a part of me that every time I look at myself in the mirror before going out, I'm like, girl, you're putting the weight back on because you haven't worked out in three, four weeks. Like girl, like it's this bad mindset happening again, just because I'm not working out just because I'm not moving my body. And I said to my therapist last week, and I was like, I know this is a really dumb thing to say, but when I look at my life, I'm like, everything's going so well right now. And if I were to just start working out and you know, get back on that train, literally everything would be perfect. Like, so I'm just also beating myself up about that because this is the one area of opportunity for me. And she's like, but that's not at all realistic because once you start working out, then you're prioritizing that over seeing your friends. And then all of a sudden you're not seeing your friends enough. And like, it's really, really hard to balance it all. And for somebody who is an all or nothing person where it's like, this one walk didn't count as exercise. Like I have to be working out minimum three times a week for it to count as exercise and working out. Like, it's just not, I don't know. It comes back to having compassion for yourself and being like, if everything's going well, don't look for the things that aren't going well and then obsess over them, you know, or if things aren't going well, don't just accept that. Like try to, like you said, take small steps or, simple steps to help yourself out and don't think it needs to be some grand gesture or like, I don't know, something really intensive. 
just for you to be able to be like, okay, yes, like I did work out three times this week. So now it's a success versus yeah. only going for a walk once this week or whatever. I don't know. It's interesting. It's also like the stories we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just so fascinating to me. Yeah. Well, I remember this was like a long time ago now at this point, maybe like two years ago or three years ago where I had like a quote unquote perfect day. This was still like during the lockdown, but it was like I woke up and I had like a healthy breakfast, did my vitamins, had a great day of work, had like a great healthy lunch, healthy dinner, did a workout, did a lot of laundry. My place was spotless. I, you know, like had an everything shower, went to bed, journaled, meditated. And then as I was laying in bed, I was like, I feel the same. (laughs) Like... And I talked to my therapist about it and she was like, well, yeah, like it was one day where, but I was like, well, I did everything right. And she was like, yeah, just because everything's good on paper doesn't mean that that's going to change the way your whole life looks or that's going to change how you feel or the fact that you have, you know, an anxiety disorder. Like just because you Mm. had one day, like things can still be going wrong and Even like the flip side, if you're having a terrible day, you could still go out and have like an amazing evening. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's so easy to think both of us as sort of like perfectionists about it too, to fixate on like what you could have done better that day, that week, that month, whenever. When it's like, even if you did it, who knows? You'd probably still be in the same space. Like if you only worked out twice this week instead of three times you're like well that's why this whole week was off but if you worked out four times maybe you would feel worse like we don't know yeah totally yeah my therapist said the same thing where she's like happiness isn't she said it in a better way but it's she's like you don't only feel one emotion at a time like it's okay to feel happy and grateful for this like magical life you're living but it's also okay to feel you know sad about something or it's okay to feel frustrated about something like we are very multi-dimensional humans you know like yeah just because yeah I don't know that really resonated with me too Tag what you were just saying great well now that that little rant we both have to rant about life I guess but should we talk about our intentions yes Sounds good. I think I can maybe kick us off actually. So going off of this whole workout thing that I'm feeling, I think also, sorry, the other reason this is really eating at me right now is because I'm going on vacation to a warm tropical place. So my January, February, March, my intention was to be working out. So come April when I go on vacation and I'm wearing bathing suits all day, every day, I'd be looking absolutely fire. You know what I mean? (laughs) And the fact that this vacation is now literally days away from when this podcast episode drops and I haven't worked out at all. Well, I have worked out. Here I am being all or nothing again, but I haven't worked out as much as I had planned to. I'm just like, oh my gosh, way to let yourself down and beating myself up about it. But anyways, we're stopping that toxic cycle of thinking right now. And I'm sorry if I'm ranting just to like process this with you guys here in real time. (laughs) But all of this to say what I'm focused on for spring 
is really what I'm calling healthy girl spring. And this is really to, yes, continue socializing and prioritizing that part of my life because it is making me so happy right now. And actually on that note, if you're also in a similar position, especially when it comes to exercise, something that I was reminded of and talked to my therapist and my sister about was when I was working with this trainer last year, which I was just talking about, she said something that I'll always remember. And we were working out three times a week. And then through the summer last year, when I got really busy, we went down to twice a week and I was feeling so guilty about it. And I think that goes without saying based off the rant I just went on, but she was like, Sadie, like you need to remember working out and eating healthy is only part of your overall health. Like you Mm -hmm. also need to see people and socialize, interact with others. Like all of that also contributes to your health. And it just made me think of, you know, I'm a huge Sims person or I was back in the day. And it's like, that's so true. Like if you think about all those little bars and areas that you need to fill for your Sim in order for them to be green and happy and do things and be productive, socializing is part of that. You know what I mean? So I shouldn't feel guilty that I'm socializing over exercising because all in all, socializing does still contribute to my health and especially my mental health. So all of this to say, I do plan on still staying busy and active with my social life, but I do really want to get intentional with moving my body a little bit more just because I do really think that helps with my confidence and body image and all of those other problems I just ranted about. So that is definitely a priority for Healthy Girl Spring, as well as my water intake. That's been slipping a little bit. And I think it's just because I've been busy and not super on the whole healthy girl train that water has also started to dip off. But wanting to get back onto that. And then also something that we kind of talked about at the very beginning of this year after dry January, but I really also want to start drinking less alcohol and just like making that a point because as much as I've been enjoying my social life, I feel like I've been feeling really just bloated and kind of yucky. And that could be from not drinking water and moving my body, but I've also been drinking a lot of alcohol since the way to socialize in Toronto is to go for dinner and drinks. So I feel like just going out still, but drinking something else helps me save money, but also I just feel a lot better after that. So really focused on that for Healthy Girl Spring as well. And then speaking of saving money, I am also really focused right now on spending my money on experiences instead of things. So if it is going for dinner and drinks, I'm counting that as an experience. If it's going to a concert or a basketball game or something like that, I feel like that's just really filling me up and something I haven't been able to spend my money on very much because of the pandemic. I think we've all been in that boat. So again, trying to really control my spending at Sephora and like shopping and all of that, which is typically how I spend my money and channel it into all of these to keep these fun experiences going through spring as well. And last thing, sorry, before I hand it over to you, Tag, I guess I'm just in this super chatty mood today. (laughs) So great thing we have a podcast. However, I'm talking everyone's ear off. But the last thing on my spring kind of bucket list or intentions is also to continue using my masterclass subscription because that's something I 
just recently started and I really love it. I feel like it's a, I, the nights that I do stay home by myself and just kind of veg out, I'm often watching YouTube, but I can just turn on masterclass instead because I feel like it's relaxing and I learned something and it's pretty much the same as watching a YouTube video, but a little bit more educational and I don't know. I don't want to say productive because your rest doesn't have to be productive, but just makes me feel like it would be a good idea. So those are all my thoughts for spring. I'll pass it over to you, Tag, before I <laughs> keep rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. No, a lot of mine are actually quite similar to yours, which is interesting because we're coming at it from two different places, but then have similar goals. But anyways, that's a whole yes. other discussion. <laughs> what does our therapist have to yeah. say about that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to eat more whole foods. And this was something that I've been pretty good at through March. Like I said, I had like a health thing in the middle. So yeah, but I've been cooking way more. If you follow us on TikTok, you probably saw me posting some of that because I heard that Pedro Pascal's whole like for you page is cooking videos. So I was like, hey, Pedro. Here I am. Probably didn't see it because it only got like a hundred <laughs> views, but I believe that he was one of them. Anyways, that's a whole rant about me eating whole foods, which is <laughs> obviously good. And trying to, I feel like it'll be easier in spring because food is fresher yeah. in Canada in spring for obvious reasons. And yeah, moving my body more. One of my goals for March, I believe, I said was to start using my class pass. I have not done that unless miraculously mm -hmm. I use it tomorrow. And then I guess I would have used it once in March, but that's okay. That's going to be an April goal. And yeah, heading back to therapy, like I mentioned, I also want to drink less. I think I've decided I'm going to not drink on weeknights unless it's socially. Just because I find it so discouraging to try and work out. Like, I feel like it's almost bad to work out after I've had a glass of wine. When it's like, I'm not doing a crazy workout. I'm doing yoga. It's probably fine, but it just feels weird. It makes me mm -hmm. tired. And so I'm like, that's, I don't know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah. I was going to go into a whole explanation of it. I think it makes sense. and But obviously, I'm still going to drink up weekends. I don't know how obvious that is, but I am still doing that. And <laughs> yeah, if I go out for dinner on a weeknight, I'll have a drink. But I just find that it doesn't add value to my life to have like a glass of wine after dinner when I'm just like chilling yeah. by myself or with my husband. So, totally. yeah, those are my goals. Yeah, I had this, I feel like the light bulb moment on the drinking thing for me was in March, I went out with my coworkers and I literally had five drinks that night and I felt absolutely nothing. And I was mad about it because I was like, I'm with my coworkers. I need to feel a little buzz to enjoy this. You know what I mean? If yeah. any of my coworkers are listening, sorry, sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> there was a whole group of us. So it's also yeah. just my social anxiety. I need to, or I feel like I need to drink through my social anxiety, whatever. People are like, okay, hey, this girl has a problem. But <laughs> anyways, the whole point of this is I had five drinks and I felt nothing. And every time I went to order another drink, I was like, 
hopefully this is the one where I start to feel buzzed. It wasn't. So I ordered another one. Hopefully this is the one I start to feel buzzed. And then when I got home, granted, we all were joking. We went for dinner for uh, or I guess we were at dinner and everyone was joking how salty the food was because it was extremely salty. But then we went out for even more drinks after the dinner place. And when I got home, you guys, I felt like total garbage. Again, not buzzed, but I had consumed a shit ton of alcohol. My night ended with Long Island iced teas because I was that determined to feel buzzed and I didn't feel anything. So I felt disgusting. And then the next day, I still felt disgusting, but I was so bloated. My face was so puffy. I messaged one of the girls I work with and I was like, I literally look like I got lip filter or lip filler. That's how swollen my face is. It was mainly from the salt, but it was also just, I just felt so yucky. And I was like, the thing is, why was I like, why did I feel like I had to be buzzed? Why was I drinking for that buzz on a Thursday night with my coworkers? Like, would that have made the night any better? No, like, I don't know, a whole long winded rant, but all of this to say, having some realizations about myself, my social anxiety, and my drinking tendencies over here. And I'm like, no, that's not the vibe for Healthy Girl Spring. Yeah, definitely not. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you always hit realizations like that. Like, it's like, when did I stop yeah. doing shots? And then it's like, yeah, I yeah. had like a similar realization about like, this makes me feel terrible. But yeah, it's the kind of thing. It's like, you don't notice it until you're on the other side of it or until you have like a totally. wake up call or whatever it is, which I guess probably for yeah. people who don't drink at all it's a similar situation like when you're in it and it's normalized you don't see how maybe weird it is until you're like back home feeling terrible and viewing it from like that outside perspective yeah definitely so you guys if this is resonating with you we did do a whole episode about alcohol. I think it's called let's talk about alcohol. So go give that a <laughs> listen because I really think that's where a lot of these thoughts started for me after doing dry January and then us debriefing and discussing it. And then now that my social life's been booming, I'm like, all of this is coming up and I'm like, yeah, seeing it in a new light. So I don't know. Interesting. Sorry. I didn't know we were going to talk so much about drinking. I feel like I have hijacked the conversation, but I have all the personal stories to share today for some reason. But I love this. Okay, Tag, let's hold each other accountable to Healthy Girl Spring. I was, we were just saying, I wish we lived closer together so we could go to like class pass classes together, but just doesn't work logistically for us. But maybe instead of dinner and drinks one weekend, we need to go to a workout class downtown or something. I'm down or even like. Yeah. A Saturday or a Sunday. I don't know. Especially like as the weather gets warmer, I have this vision of like mm-hmm. a Sunday where it's like we go to a workout and we like walk somewhere. I don't know yes. where we're walking, but totally. Yeah. Anywhere. Let's just get those steps in. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think where we're going to end this episode is just talking more a little bit about our spring intentions, but really rooted in routine. So I think Tegan and I both have shared our routine 
like morning routine, night routines, things like that, our workday routines, all of that. And you guys seem to really love those episodes. So I feel like a new season or really even the new month, since this is dropping at the beginning of April, is a really great time to reassess your routine and look at, okay, what's working, what's not, and see how you can switch things up. And I think, again, this is especially helpful if you're in either Tegan's position where you're like, okay, I need to start adding some of these things back into my life, like therapy, movement, whatever. It could be a great time to look at your routine and be like, when does that fit into my routine? Or if you're in a position like me where you're like, life's been lifing and I've been busy and, you know, oh my gosh, like, let's just rejig the routine instead of feeling bad about not showing up and doing something that's typically part of our routine. So that is, yeah, how we're going to end things off. And again, I think I can kick us off and I promise to keep it brief. But the one thing I really wanted to talk about in this was, I love how Tegan just snickered at me saying, I'll keep this brief. She's like, I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> My eyes are on the clock. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but the first thing I wanted to call out was habit stacking because through 2023, I've actually been actually even a little bit before 2023, I've been very intentional with my morning routine. That's like pretty much locked and loaded and every day starts the same way for me, which has been really grounding for me when life is very busy. But at the same time, it's also a, the perfect position to be in when there's new habits I want to start implementing in my life. So the first thing was taking vitamins. I know that sounds so simple, but I'm somebody who I'd take them for a week and then I would totally forget. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, right. I'm supposed to be taking this vitamin daily, whatever. So since my morning routine is so locked down, I just started taking my vitamins as part of that morning routine. I found a vitamin I don't have to take with food like my pre and probiotics, it's like you can take these on an empty stomach. So literally, as soon as I get up, typically I make myself a coffee. So now before making my cup of coffee, I make sure I chug a glass of water with my vitamins. So it's super easy. I think gratitude journaling is something else I worked into my morning routine through habit stacking. So literally my morning routine started as wake up half an hour before I start work. I've now scaled it back to an hour, but wake up earlier than you have to. It started by get your coffee, feed your cat, come back to bed. <laughs> That's what it took for me to get up. Now it's like, get up, take your vitamins, make your coffee, feed your cat. Now you can come back to bed. And while you're in bed, you can gratitude journal. So you can kind of see how you can just like stack on once you have a set routine. But this being said, since my morning routine has been really an area for me to add things in. I think adding some sort of movement into my morning routine will be really helpful since this is such an intention for spring. So it's also easier when it's bright and sunny and the sun is up when you wake up in the morning. It's easier to get out of bed versus in the winter when it's just dark and cold. So I found last summer I had morning yoga in my morning routine and that was really great because I had my movement in for the day before I even started work. And I'm not somebody who can leave the house 
before I go to work, like I can't work in a morning run or a morning gym session, nothing like that. However, at home yoga, I can do. So I want to add that back into the morning routine. So it's like rather than getting back into my bed just to read, which was a great way to start the morning through the winter months, again, when it's dark and cold and I do not want to be up. Now I'll replace that with morning yoga, or at least that's the thinking. I know I said I'd keep it brief, but two last things. (laughs) I also want to really focus on my after work routine on the days that I don't have social plans. Maybe even the days that I do, depending what time. But since the days are getting longer, I'm also really wanting to take advantage of that daylight after work and go for a hot girl walk or some sort of get out of the house, get fresh air, move my body before I get into my evening and night routine. If that's making dinner, recording the podcast, taking a shower and going to bed, like that's typically my night routine. So ways I can work movement into that. And then the last thing I'm switching up for spring, Tag, you already talked about this, but really just switching up the foods that I'm eating, really still focusing on cooking at home, but I've been finding I've felt so inspired lately to cut back on the comfort foods that I usually turn to during the dull, gloomy winter months. So things like soup, chili, like, you know, those really oatmeal in the morning, like those warm, comforting foods. I find myself, again, just because the sun is out, the days are longer, the temperatures are warming up. I'm going towards granola bowls instead of like granola yogurt fruit bowls instead of yogurt. I'm going for smoothies. I'm going for wraps at lunch rather than wraps or sandwiches, but rather than soup and things like that. So that's a change that I'm conscious of and being very intentional with. And then the last thing is I also want to do another juice cleanse this season. I did my first one in January. I really liked it. So I want to do this as a seasonal thing or quarterly thing. So that's also on my radar. I'm sorry, I rambled again. Tegan, over to you. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of mine are similar. I think the main sort of theme, I guess, for spring is I want to remind myself to be mindful and to slow down. I found in March, I think it's all rooted in how busy my work is. And obviously, like I was rewarded Mm. with money. So that's positive. But it's like now that we got that, it's not sustainable. Because I would just spend all day at my desk, like barely getting up. And I was getting like knee problems where at the end of the day, I couldn't even put weight on my one knee because I just sat at my desk that long. And it's like, that is not reasonable. No one's asking me to do this. It's not like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, this is my work's expectation. These are expectations I'm like putting on myself. And yeah, so I need to fix that. I also, I feel like I've talked about this before, but it's like, I feel guilty being away from my desk, even if it's like to run the dishwasher. Even though if I was working Mm -hmm. at my office... I would like take time to wash the dishes and not even think twice about it. But for some reason, when I'm working Mm -hmm. at home, I'm like, I don't want anyone to think I'm, you know, trying to take advantage or anything. But then I'm like, girl, you need to relax and stop being psycho. So that's my goal. (laughs) We will see. This is like the biggest, I don't know, challenge in my life because I'm such a people pleaser. But that is, Mm -hmm. I think the root of it is getting a 
better, more sustainable work from home routine. And then I think the rest can kind of build around that. Like it's easier to cook yeah. a nice meal for dinner when your kitchen's clean because you clean it up after lunch and you can put weight on your leg because you're not sitting at your desk. And even just like mentally, I feel better when I take breaks throughout the day. And not to mention that obviously yeah. I'm much more creative and that kind of thing when you take breaks. But yeah, so that's a big part of it. I also am trying to limit screen time because when, I don't know, I just, I used to really love TikTok. I found it very inspiring, uh, especially creatively. And just lately, I haven't felt that at all. And so, but then it's almost mm -hmm. like I'm scrolling because I'm like, okay, well, where are the creative ideas that I normally get when I'm scrolling? So it almost makes it worse. And so I've been using the... I don't know what it's even called, but there's like a feature on my phone where it locks out certain apps between, I think it's like 11 p.m. and 9 a.m. And so I've been using yeah. that and the only apps that I have are like my health and my texting just in case. And then I have like an app I use to read news articles and that's it. So I've been trying to use that more, trying to get away from screens mm -hmm. Take it slow, take care of my body, take care of my house. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it. So that's the vibe. Yeah, I love that. I think also the screen time is a big one. Even screen time when it comes to working from home. Like if you yeah. feel so guilty stepping away from your desk, it's like, okay, that's you being in front of a computer for eight hours solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's that really does take a toll on your mental health and – actively or requires you to actively be like no you know I yeah. choose to break this cycle so yeah you got this girl I'm cheering you on I believe in myself I it'll feel Me good too. like I'm excited for this new month I'm yeah. not I feel like I sound negative but I hope I I don't yeah. know I'm not I'm feeling good about the future yeah and I think just that's what I love about I used to say spring was my least favorite season because everything's muddy and gray and it's, yeah. I don't know, there's still snow on the ground when you're just so over it. But I really do feel like spring is that like new beginnings feeling, yes. you know what I mean? Like it's very much flowers starting to bloom and it's like you can really cultivate that energy mm -hmm. internally as well where it's like, okay, this is when the year is actually getting started. You know what yes. I mean? Like this is this is when things come alive, me included. So hopefully we gave you guys some ideas for your maybe April goals, maybe your seasonal spring goals, or maybe just a good life chat if you can relate to what we're going through. Whatever it is, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening we put out a new episode every single tuesday so make sure you're following and subscribe to us so you see when those new episodes drop in between that we're on social media at our golden 20s so you can follow us on instagram tiktok pinterest spotify and as sadie mentioned we have a patreon page which is the best way to show your support for the podcast we do a monthly book club 
I created a little tech background for April. If you want some, I don't know, cute little spring images to have as your desktop, I always try and create something that helps you like manifest the month. So I'm putting one up there and all the episodes drop early there. So that's also nice. You get to be in the know before anyone else. And I think that's everything. So thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday. Bye.